0: I recently purchased a Geiger counter. Actually, it should be called a Geiger-Müller counter, because without the Geiger-Müller tube that was developed in 1928, the Geiger counter on its own would not be of any practical use whatsoever, except maybe decoration in your living room to impress unexpected visiting friends and relatives. And to have a conversation topic when someone says, what's that? Anyway, Hans Geiger got all the credit. But without Walter Muller, he would have definitely fallen into scientific oblivion and perhaps pursued a career in home improvement and decoration. And the world would be a different place, wouldn't it? Well, maybe not. Because someone else would have probably invented a counter and a tube to measure ionizing radiation. And Geiger and Müller would have turned out to be singer-songwriters, you know, like Simon and Garfunkel, or Sonny and Cher. So, I recently bought a Geiger Muller counter. I'm not sure why, I can't say I needed one, but it was a good deal at the pawn shop. I asked the clerk who the owner was and why he or she wanted to dispose of it. The clerk said, I'm not allowed to disclose the owner's identity, but in this case, the owner is non binary. So it's neither he nor she. It's they. Okay, fine. But does ionizing radiation have anything to do with that person being non-binary, I asked? No, the clerk replied. And how about Geiger and Muller? Who says they weren't non-binary, he continued. Who says they blended into mainstream binarism and normativity? and didn't belong to the sexual and gender minorities who are not heterosexual and cisgender and straddle a broad spectrum of non-normative sexual and gender identities and politics. You mean the singer-songwriters? I asked. The clerk gave me a strange look. The look that someone has on their face when they realize there's something going on in your head and you are not sharing it. So anyway, I bought it. I can measure ionizing radiation whenever I feel like it. You know, like alpha or gamma rays. Typically, the Geiger-Müller tube is filled with an inert gas such as helium, argon, or neon. But mine was empty. So I decided to fill it with root beer. Don't snicker. That is precisely how you're supposed to do blue sky research. You start with a hunch, and one thing leads to another. Trial and error. Well, long story short, After several months of testing with different types of root beer and getting the adjustments right, now I know for sure there is no radiation whatsoever in my living room. None. Occasionally, the needle twitches just a tiny little bit when I watch a documentary on TV about Three Mile Island, Chernobyl. Or Fukushima. But that's about it. Sometimes, the local school takes the kids on field trips to my living room to show them my Geiger-Müller counter. I give them a lecture with a PowerPoint presentation about ionizing radiation, alpha rays, gamma rays, argon, neon, Simon and Garfunkel and root beer. And I tell them that Hans Geiger and Walther Müller initially started off as singer-songwriters, but weren't very successful because of their names, which sound more like scientists' names than artists' names. I move on to tell them that life is about the pursuit of happiness, which, whatever you do, involves entertaining others, whether it be with song and dance or with nuclear radiation and mixing isotopes at very high temperatures in pools of acid and creating hazardous waste with a half-life of 12 billion years. Whatever you choose to do, the secret of life is to be faithful to your calling, your dream. When they leave, the kids are delighted. But the school teachers always give me that strange look. <laughs>